the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Learn to Buy and Sell Cars is sponsored by Randy Adams, Inc. on AM630, The Word. Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your listeners. Uh, God bless each and every one of them. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the ability to talent in each and every person. Help them to learn and grow. Help them be in the Word and understand your Word, how awesome it is. How it lead us and guide us in every decision that we need to make. Help us to understand the decisions, how important they are in our lives. To straighten out our priorities. To be the best person, the best friend, the best everything we can. Glorifying you, what we do and how we do it. Help us, uh, O oh Lord, to understand how awesome you can be in our lives. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yeah, I'm just talking about um, a situation where uh, sometimes I think if, you, uh, if you'll listen to the Lord, he'll give you direction, and, and then he'll bless you. And that, that's what I went through this week. Uh, I've helped uh, I uh, bless some ladies with, uh, with an Avalon that's coming up. And uh, and didn't make any money, but you know what? The Lord blessed me all week long, and uh, I, I ran across so many scriptures this week that I've written some of them down and some of them I haven't, and and I've been studying on them and pertaining to car business, the car, pertaining to life, pertaining to so much that we're involved in in, in our lives. And, and how we can grow and how we can make better decisions and how we can have the joy. You know, I mean, uh, well, I, I ran across something. I think that was Monday morning uh, going through some situations. And uh, Monday morning I ran across, do not, uh, and this is in Proverbs, do not enter the path of the wicked and do not walk in the ways of the evil men. Avoid it. Do not go on it. Turn away and pass on it. For they cannot sleep unless they've done wrong. They are robbed of sleep unless they have made somebody, someone stumble. You know, that's, you can walk into a car lot and see in situation, oh, about people being so down because they haven't sold nothing or so jealous that somebody made a big commission and they're working on minis, you know. So, I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about that and some other stuff that's going on today. Uh, give us a call here. Barry was supposed to remind me. I'm just kidding. 210-340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. And, uh, hey, if you've had a crazy situation in in the uh, business or buying a car or a dealership, give us a call. And uh, if you're going through something now that you need an opinion on or an option on or something, give us a call. I mean, you might be helping someone else that's going through the same thing you are. And the number here is 210-340-9585. And um, Facebook Live, Randy Adams, you can go there and watch our show. We've got a lot of people usually online. Hello, Hector. Good morning. And so uh, go to our Facebook, Randy Adams. Tell 20 people to go to Facebook, Randy Adams. Or give me a call. My phone number is 830-708-4789. That's 830-708-4789. Give me a call. 
Uh, 95% of my business right now is helping people. Hello, Don Duffy and John. Uh, helping people and, and doing things for them and giving them options and free advice. And, and that's what I want to do. Uh, I, I want to be a blessing. I want to be your mentor. I want to help you any way that I can, any opportunity that I can. So, But I'm going to tell you, I bet there's been a lot of sleepless night for managers because they've run out of inventory. They've raised their prices. they got to make more money. Uh, some of the free deals are gone because of the of the manufacturers buying the deals down. Hello, James. So, uh, you know, we're going through a – just think about this. This is August 1st. Have we had a crazy year? I mean – Remember December to remember they were trying to force cars down on everybody, advertising, hello, hello, how you doing, Bridget? And so they were advertising to dump cars all over the market. December to remember. I mean, the radio stations, television stations, man, they made some money December to remember. And then all of a sudden, about February, we go through the virus, and, man, the advertising keeps flowing you know, and zero interest, and this is the greatest deal ever. What's the next greatest deal? Hello, Tammy. What is the next greatest deal? Or Tommy? Hello, Tommy. And so we're, we're going to see deals after deals because they're after all the money they can to get for you. I mean, I'm beginning to wonder, did the Democrat Party, since Biden is so close to the Chinese and his son has worked for him and they've made multi-millions off the Chinese, did did the Chinese and the Democrat Party and Biden get together and bring the virus on us? You know, because they needed, they needed some help exploding this economy, exploding, tearing, trying to bring down this country. Hey, if you don't, if you're not registered to vote, please get registered to vote. And if you won't live in a communist party, vote Democrat. If you want to live in freedom like we have been living, vote Trump. That's all I got to say. That's my two cents. So sleepless nights. Have you got sleepless nights? Have you got joy? Hey, well, here the latest advertisement. If you hate what you owe, you hate your car, come on in here because we're going to help you get a new car at $119 a month. Liar, liar, pants on fire. If Number one, if you hate your car and what you owe on it and what you're paying, you're going to hate the new one in a few months. Oh, yeah, it sounds great. Hello, Alan. It sounds great right now, but a little later, it's it's going to cost you a little later. You're going to figure out, man. I'm I was buried five thousand. Now I'm buried fifteen or twenty. You know how how long you've lost that love and feeling on your last ride? Uh, it's going to happen again. There's nothing free in the car business, and it's the worst investment we can make. The worst. It loses money each money costs money, and you got your and so dealers mad. Manufacturers, can you imagine what these manu? Hello, Johnny Valier. Uh, how can you believe what these these uh, manufacturers going through sleepless nights when the virus hit? They said we got to come up with something to dump our inventory. We got to get rid of this stuff. So they got together with the big bankers of the world, which the big bankers are in bed with the with the feds, uh, and so. They said, hey, let's, let us buy down these notes. Nothing's free. So they had to buy good credit people. Good credit people are the ones got the zero interest rate. You had to have good credit to do that. Hello, Delbert, Delbert Neese and, so, and, and Bruce. And so they, they had to buy it down from 3% down to zero. Big, old, big dealerships have big overhead. So the, the manufacturer said, we've got to figure a way to dump all this inventory. And so they bought down the notes from 3% down to zero to take care of you. And so what's happened is they've dumped all their inventory. Now everybody's short on inventory. And so now it's a scramble. I hope, you know, you're happy with your ride. You know, I mean, we got to have new cars. If we don't have new cars, how are we going to have used cars? And but buy what you can afford. There's two kinds of cars: afford and can't afford. Buy what you can afford. Deal with a dealer. 
I mean, I've explained overhead, how important overhead. And, man, can you imagine what it costs to to have a big dealership in San Antonio, Texas? I mean, the taxes, the overhead, the the property prices, you know, messing with the city. The city's gone crazy. Uh, Barry and I was just talking about Via Transit. Man, they sold it out to Austin. Now, what kind of... What kind of love for the city and moving people around? Do you love your brother? Hey, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. Well, I mean, via transit is for people who need it, and we sold it out to Austin, and the and the service went down the drain. Well, and it's the same way in the car business. When you when you're dealing with the big city dealers, they got big overhead. That's the blessing I have. My lot's paid for, my cars are paid for, my overhead is super, super low. And that's why I can do so much business. I do as much business as some new car dealers. It's because my overhead's low. So think about that. So now the manufacturers got to dump all this inventory as much as they can. Hello, Kimberly. So they're, they're trying to dump this inventory. And so... They're, they figured out, hey, we're going to run out of inventory, the big dealers. I mean, you're sitting on these. At, in this town, a million and a half, two, month, two million a month is what the overhead runs in these big towns and these big dealerships. So they, the manufacturers wanted to dump them. They don't care about the new car dealers. Hell, Ron, they could care less about the new car dealers. And so they were trying to get rid of their inventory, but then the new car dealers figured out said, you know, they're they're putting zero. We're selling everything we get our hands on all of a sudden. and But the, they're not manufacturing new ones. So how long is it going to take to get the new ones back? You know, there's still such a mess. Think about this. I've got a dealer that sells 100 a week, 400 a month, and they're getting 30, 35 a week. When's the inventory going to build back up? Are they not building as fast as they can? What's the deal? They know something in the future we don't know. They know something of what people are going to do. They know what this economy is going to do. They know what people's thinking is going to do. Did we take too many people off the market on new vehicles? You know, I mean, nothing's free anymore. Nothing's free. Our freedom's not free no more if the Democrat Party gets elected. Our freedom's going to go. It's Here, people have died, fought for this country, tried their best. And and we have the freedom. We have the luxury of freedom. But now they're trying to control us with the virus, trying to control everything we do. Now they're wanting to tell us what everything we do. Have we fell in line with the with the sheep? You know, if if what would be the difference if this wasn't an election year? If this wasn't a you know right in the middle, hello David, right in the middle. Of, of the year. I, David, I talked to Kenneth Stanley the other day. He's doing well. And so what what ties all this together? It's all in money. Money makes the world go around. Yes. But socialism controls your money, controls your opportunity, controls your your growth. But we need to look at our budget, see what we can afford. Yes, you know, I mean, I, I talked to some people the other day, and they were talking about, Finding a low miles used car, I said the market's way up. You know, if you can't, I, you may need to buy new if you can't find that unit, that exact unit you want. I'm not a used car factory store. I can't build exactly what you want, but I can look and I can search. I've got ways of finding stuff, and I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I just bought a Viper. Uh, it's got a little minor problem I'm trying to fix. Uh, I've got a soulless with 33,000 miles radio listener, a lady who's a policewoman here in in town. Um, enjoyed my conversation with that lady. She's serving the, the city, and that's a tough job nowadays because the Democrats don't like police people anymore, police men or women. And so, but I bought a uh, 04 van last night, a, a Nissan van, I'm trying to buy a Mercedes you know, I mean, I've got all kinds of stuff, uh, trying to trade for uh, some real cool stuff. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy from companies. You know, I talked about buying from oil field companies. 
there, everything's always moving in the car business, either good, bad, or ugly. It don't matter. I mean, you know, if it's just like the stock market, which is pretty phony because I happened to run across an article on a big-time, big-time uh, dealer who bought out another used car dealership in Houston for $98 million. And so this big-time dealer decided to get on the stock market. And it, and so you've got to figure out what are, what is this stock market doing? I mean, Varum raises $467 million in an IPO. So they go on to the stock market. And because they're overhead, here we go back to overhead, big-time dealers, and they're in Dallas, got a big-time deal in Houston. Big-time dealerships cost a lot of money every month. Well, this used car dealer, and he's used car, had an IPO on the stock market. Now, last quarter, Vroom, the first quarter of 2020, lost $41 million. Now, why would people in the stock market – want to invest in a big-time used car lot that lost $41 million and their stock rose from 18 and went to about 45 or 50 Why would stockbrokers promote this deal if they didn't think that dealerships, big used car dealerships, are cash cow and, and make big-time money? Well, I mean, they they hey, they got fat and sassy. I wonder how much of that stock. Here we go again. It's free money. Let's print this stock up. You know, I mean, maybe they had these sleepless nights that we're talking about. They cannot sleep unless they've done wrong. They cannot rob. Uh, they are robbed of sleep unless they've uh, made someone stumble. There's good and bad and ugly in the car business. The good tell the truth, got low overhead, try to treat everybody fair. The bad will lie to you and, and try to talk you into something. They don't know your market. They don't know your budget. They don't know what your lifestyle is. They don't know how much it's going to be for you. Hello, Jennifer and so and Michael. And so they don't know what you can afford. And I tell you, how many times have you bought one of these? I got a buddy of mine that just bought a brand-new Dodge, man, Eighty. He got a deal, eighty thousand dollars, and he puts a hundred thousand miles a year on it. Now, what's it going to be worth? Do you like losing fifty thousand in a year? That's not counting maintenance, insurance, brakes, tires, you know, everything else. That's just from purchase price to what the the value is going to be in a, in a year or two. But sleepless nights in the car business had to bend the manufacturers. They had to think of a way to dump their inventory. They're worried about the way the government's going to go. They're worried about Trump getting elected. They're worried about, you know. And so they dumped it on the car, car dealers. The dealers had to make new ways of making money because at zero interest rate, they're not going to make any money. So they had to figure out how to put add-ons on to make money. They had to sell extended warranties. They had to sell GAP. They had to sell everything else. And and the funny part about all this deal was is that people were so excited about the zero interest rate, they didn't care what they were getting on trade. I talked to a lot of dealers that made a tremendous amount of money on the trade-ins because the people said, wow, I want that. Here we go again, Foursquare. What is Foursquare? Foursquare is thinking about one thing. And you're sold on that one thing, and the dealership sells you on that one thing. So zero interest rate came in. Everybody got excited. And hello, Rod. Everybody got excited. Everybody ran out there and bought. They didn't care what they got on their trade-in. They didn't care. Hey, and, and the easy selling point, this is my theory, the easy selling point was, hey, you're getting extended warranty with zero interest because we're putting it in on the deal. You're getting zero on gap. You don't care what it costs because it's zero. Well, the dealerships made a lot of money on extended warranty, gap, add-ons. I had a guy tell me, he said, hey, Randy, the, how much is, is floor mats? I said, floor mats? They, I remember when you used to buy a car, they was free. They're brand new. 
He said, well, they wanted to charge me 1800 I didn't buy the car. I walked out of there. And you know the old car dealer saying, that customer walks out, you're going to be right behind him. I'll fire you if you let a customer walk out. And I'm going to tell you, that that's still happening today. So he said they were charging me 1800 for for sealants. I said, they wax every car. Hello, Donnie and Connie. Uh, they wax every car. And they put a $15 pinstripe on, and I think the formats ought to be free, so they're charging you 1800 Hey, he's my brother. I want to take care of him. You know the old saying, we got to sell our, our friends because our enemies don't come around. Well, that's kind of, that's the fact, you know. That's why we want to make friends with you and tell you how much we're going to take care of you and how much we're going to be there with you. Hello, Kenny. And how much we're going to give you the best deal. In the car dealer magazines, and that was what I had a while ago. It's on Facebook now. I'm showing one of them. With all the articles. And you are? You are what, man? I mean, it's they got all the stuff. I got articles out of this magazine. Got another F and I magazine that just car dealers get. You know, we we keep the secrets to ourselves. We don't really want you to know everything that we do and how we do it. And so, try to keep it up. Try to keep the profit margin up. Try to keep, you know, your attitude up. You know, and I mean, there's articles in there how to be prepared for that customer that comes in. Negotiations. I'm I'm working with a real estate lady that's a dear friend of mine, and she's about to get in a deal. And so I said, "You're not prepared. You you got to think outside the box. You got to be prepared, just like car dealers are. We're prepared to answer any question you've got. We're prepared to switch you from not buying to buying. We're prepared. You're just looking to." To, to buy. And it, what would it take? I mean, we've got every answer in the world to sell you. But are you taking care of your brother? Is he too heavy for you? Uh, I mean, do, you know, is your pride, your greed, your selfishness more important than, you know, we, we're we capable of bearing people, putting them in, in debtor's prison for years and years and years. You know? And, and so... You buy what you can afford. You buy, and look at the long term. How many people have thought that zero interest in 84 months, that the last payment is in 2027? Some of them 2028, because remember, we pushed this back six months. How old are you going to be in 2027? How, I mean, what is your situation? Are you still going to be working? Are you going to be retired? Or are we going to be part of the Communist Party that, once the Democrats get in? You know, we're going to see one world money and one world government. Hello, Peter. And so, but I just don't see it now. I don't see it while I'm living. The Bible says we're going to see one, one world money, one world government. Let's push it off about 30 years. Well, I'm not going to be living that long, but let's push it off. I want my children and grandchildren to live in freedom, not not socialism. And, and socialism is just, you know, lipstick on, on socialism. It's communism. It's like lipstick on a pig, you know. You still got a pig. Well, you still got communism. So, I mean, are you going to be living in communism in 2000, were we 2025? But if we let the Democrat Party take over, so how are you going to make those payments? How are you going to keep your job? They're, they're talking about 35 percent of the companies going down, not coming back, and and then we we let a company that's a used car lot that's lost 41 million in the first quarter. We pump them up like they're they're. King Kong, and they're going to be great, and going to have a, and everybody rushed out to buy this stock. Man, I'm going to tell you something. And they printed the, they they just print that stuff. I used to have a buddy of mine that worked for eBay, and he didn't have a salary. They printed stock options. He 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 would get stock shop options every month. He didn't get a salary, and he'd cash them in. How they they just printed it? They don't let me print no money. They don't let me print stock. I mean, you know, why is the stock market still going up? Is it because we don't want to put our money anywhere else? Where do you put money? Billionaires like Buffett owns a big 
used car lots and Penske and all these guys, they got so much money, they'd rather loan it out on a vehicle than than do anything else with it. Hey, I'm wondering about these people that have all these diamonds. They'd rather give you, they'll finance anybody that walks in the door on a diamond. Would they rather have a bad note than diamonds? So the bad note's worth more than the diamonds. Do they know the future, what diamonds are going to be worth? Or do do they know the future of a used diamond's not worth much? I don't know. I've never tried to sell any used diamonds except when I was I was buying them directly out of a buddy of mine from South Africa. And that was 30 years ago. I had a connection back then. I buy anything, good, bad, and ugly, that's legal. I don't, I don't want nothing that's illegal. Uh, you know, my conscience is still alive. Is, is this car dealer's conscience still alive? Have they ever apologized for bearing you? You know, when you come back in after you bought a car for them and they tell you you're 10000 15000 upside down, they ever apologize to you? Well, you've got to get your market. You've got to get your budget. You've got to get everything in line. We're going to take a, about a three, four-minute break, but we will be back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Hey, tell 20 people to go to Facebook Randy Adams Live. Tell 20 people to give me a call, 830-708-4789. It's 4789. I'll give it again. Get your pen and paper. God bless you. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Randy Adams, LearnToBuyAndSellCars.com. Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. We'll be back with more of Randy Adams and Learn to Buy and Sell Cars on AM 630 KSLR. Hello, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, tell you, it's um, it's crazy, crazy this year. What I've seen and what's going on, and how the politicians are acting, and and um, how they're firing at uh, you know lying um, used to be uh, not a good thing, but it seems like it's okay nowadays, and. Uh, uh, Proverbs ten twenty three says it is like a sport to a fool to do wrong, but wise conduct is a pleasure to a man of understanding. You know, and I and I thought about that this morning, and understanding God, understanding being right, understanding being truthful, understanding taking care of your brother, but I mean. And the car business taking care of our brother sometimes has got to the point where it's burying a, a, a brother, uh, putting him in a position where he can't get out of it, knowing what the end's going to be, uh, knowing that in 2025, you know, he may lose his car. Um, talked, I bought a vehicle from a gentleman who lost his job, and he's at an age where he's not going to get – he can't find a job. You know, I mean, it, it gets to the point of the age, even though you, you got experience, you got understanding, you're a good person, you know, male or female, and, and you need that job, and you've got yourself committed to a big home and, and other toys and, and car payments and this, that, and the other, and you get to that age where, you know, it's tough to get another a job. They'd rather hire somebody young and pay them half the money. You know, and you've got yourself an overhead. And that's why I talk so much about overhead, because I, I've got so many of these new car dealers that have got tremendous amount of overhead, tremendous amount of greed. The owners just can't get enough. There's always they're wanting more and more. You know, I mean, uh, Warren Buffett owns well over 100 new car dealerships, and he wants to buy 100 to 200 more. Penske owns almost 100. He wants 100 or 200 more. They know they're cash cows, but they also know the overhead. And and I guess maybe they they use a, a, the bigger amount. Get you know, But they're sitting on money, and they do the financing. They do the extended warranties. All that's their money because they know how much extended warranties are going to make. Hello, Regina. Uh, how much... The the warranty's going to make the gap's going to make, and uh, the 
financing. A lot of independent used car dealerships that you walked in, and I'm talking about the big ones, they do financing, and they charge you 18 to 20%. Very few people really anymore study the interest rate, know how much it's going to cost them. Hello, Stephen, what they're going to do and how it's going to work out for them. And they just get so excited. Here we go again. You know, they sell themselves on getting a vehicle. Are you rewarding yourself? Are, are you, you know, do you deserve it? Do you think you deserve it? Or is it jealousy because somebody else has a different vehicle and you want one to match it up? You know, I mean, so many people nowadays think it's a everyday deal. They they think that they should have this because, you know, everybody, keeping up with the Joneses, you know, everybody's got one, and I can afford it. If they can afford it, I can afford it. You don't know what their finances are. You know, I mean, I, I've got a friend of mine that inherited quite a bit of money, you know, and he didn't he didn't change his lifestyle, didn't change at all. You know, I mean, so well, he could have, but I don't know. He said, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to make I'm going to do something with it. I don't want to rush out here and spend it. When I was at the age of about 19, uh, a friend of mine inherited a whole lot of money for that time. And it didn't take long, and it was gone. You know, I mean, if you don't work for it, sometimes it goes away easy. So if you don't work for making a better decision on a vehicle, does it, you know, does it go away easy? Do you make a bad decision? Make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. I mean, a friend of mine bought one of them zero interest rate, brand new trucks, you know, and and it was it was Mac Daddy. Everything was on it, and I said, "How long are you gonna keep this truck?" I don't know, two three years. I said, "Well, you got you signed a note for how long?" He said, uh, "I guess eighty four months." I guess you didn't study the situation. You didn't understand that it's going to go all the way to twenty uh, twenty seven, and in your situation and time you bought it. Now we're in twenty twenty eight. I said, you just bought it in June. They delayed it six months, so you're not going to have it paid off to 2028. That's, you know, that's, that's a tough situation. You know what I mean? And you plan to keep it two or three years? How many miles do you put on a year? He said, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of, of uh, you know, 30,000, 40,000. So now we're sitting at 130,000, 40,000, hell, Sonia, 30,000, 40,000 miles, and you hadn't thought about it? You know, so now we're at 20, 23, 24. You're halfway through maybe on the payments. Now you need to off it. Maybe you got too many miles, you know, your situation. So, But we don't think about the future. We don't think about what we need to do. Are we prepared? I mean, they're talking about a food shortage now. I mean, the Democrats want to... control us with food. Hello, Johnny. They want to control us with food. They want to control our guns. They want to control our freedom. They want to control everything. So if they want to control everything, did they control this? Did they control the virus? Hello, Lance. Did they control the virus? Did they go to the the Chinese and say, we need a virus show up over here so we can turn this, this election upside down? Well, we need you to vote. We need to vote what's right. We need to vote the Bible. And I guarantee you, uh, Biden can't spell the Bible. He has no, hello, Chris, he has no idea what's going on. We've got to vote Trump in. I'm sorry. That's, that's, you know, and if you hate me for it, that's fine. But where's common sense? Where's common sense in your future? Where's common sense for our kids and our grandkids? Do you want them to live in communism? So if we've got communism, how do you make money? What happened to capitalism? What, what is your worth? You know, I had a, a company uh, several years ago, came back and said, oh, man, we got the greatest deal in the world. We're going to put all our mechanics on uh, straight salary. We're going to, you know, it's all going to be equal. They're going to have equal jobs. You know, we're going to share everything. Man, it's, it's the greatest deal. We went to this big convention, and they have figured it out. I said, that's communism. 
That's socialism or communism. And I said, you're going to lose your good mechanics. No, we're not. It's going to be easier on them, and they're going to, you know, and it's going to. I said, no, it's not going to be easier on them. I said, you've got big overhead. Yeah, well, let's see, that's part of it, you know. Uh, well, they're going to make as much money. Well, they're not quite as much, you know. So anyway, about six months later, I said, well, how's that new deal going? He said, oh, man, it's a train wreck. We've lost all our good mechanics. We've got, lost all our good employees. They've gone somewhere else. So we're trying to change our system back, and now we're trying to get them back. And, and they're not wanting to come back because they found deals that they could depend on and that was solid, and, you know, and they're not making the changes. We made the change the wrong way. Well, have you made a change wrong? Have you looked at your overhead, your budget, how what your future looks like, how old you are? And yet do you want, you know, here I am 71, seven year of payments on me. I'm not sure that's where I need to be, seven years. I'll be 78, 9, 80 years old before I'd pay off a new vehicle. You know, I'm... Give me something that starts the air works and gets me back and forth. I, you know, I don't even have to have air after September, you know. But give me something just to get around in. You know, I mean, I'm driving a 2010 Taurus today. Yesterday I was driving a 2003 S10 pickup. The day before that, I don't know, I was driving whatever had gas, you know. That's all I cared about. Give, give me you know, hey, I, I, uh, hey, when it comes to us car dealers, we love a full tank of gas somebody leaves us. We'll, we'll, we'll use it up. So, you know, it is like a sport to a fool to do wrong. Well, are the car salesmen doing wrong and they're, and they're, they're convincing themselves they're all right? They're convincing it's okay to take, you know, that, that's dealership down the street. This is what's funny. And that this is a sport. Hey, that dealership down the street ripping people off, and they're doing the same thing, but it's okay for them to do it, but not the dealer down the street. I used to deal around some dealers. Everything they owned was the best in the world, and anything you own was junk. Hello, GR. Anything you own is junk. I'd tell them, hey, that car don't know who owns it. That car don't know what it's worth, and that car don't care. You know, and that car could care less who owns it. You know, and so weigh up the car, weigh up the situation, weigh up your situation, what you can afford. Weigh up exactly. We, You know, I want you to be able to pay for a car, own a car, and be happy with a car. Oh, man, all the commercials in San Antonio, you know, if you hate your car. How do you hate a car? Does it hate you back? If, you know, you're the one that bought it. You're the one that made that decision. You know, did you make the right decision, or do you let a salesperson make the right decision? You know, they can tell you the good, the good salespeople, the honest salespeople, will be honest about the car, tell you about what it's doing, what you should expect, what it's going to be worth. And, and then the honest car salesman will sell you a car and buy it back in a year or two. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I sent a Trans Am out, a low mileage Trans Am out the other day, and the and the lady said, "Oh, I'm gonna keep this car forever." I said, "You probably won't, lady, but just in case you ever want to sell it again, call. I want to be first. You go. You promise you call me first. She said, "Yeah." I said, "I have bought lots of cars back that I've sold people, and you can be fair. You can tell the truth. You can do what's right, but so many dealerships due to overhead." Due to this tremendous overhead, due to it happens every 30 days, you know, the, hey, the car payment ain't too high. It just comes too often. I love that saying, saying because that, that buddy of mine was so right, so right. And then there's too many of them. Eight years, 84 months, paying it off 2018. And the dealerships make a sport of it. They make a sport of selling you more than you can afford. They make a sport of it, of stealing your trade. They make you got to know what your trade is. Call me, 830-708-4789. I beat CarMax on another unit by 3000 3000 And they sold her the car. I got proof. She's got the offer. I got the check that I bought it from her, and I beat them three thousand. 
do, are you complacent? Are you complacent with your mechanic? Are you complacent with your car dealership? You know, did, did the last deal? You know, it's, it's insane to do the same thing over and over again and expect a different results. You get hammered by a dealer, and then you go back to them? I see that every day, and I talk to people that do it every day. I mean, they owe way too much. They got in something. They, uh, I talked to some, uh, a guy, and this guy's huge, you know, and they put him in this little bitty car, and the payments are too high. That's one of the customers. You hate what you own. You hate what you own. Well, this guy's in that situation. He went in to buy something else. They slammed him in this, put him out on the road, and told him what a great deal he got. And so I said, how long? How long you have? I've had it a year. I said, well, you think it's such a great deal? Go back over there and see what they'll give cash back for. Not trade-in, but pure cash. The true character will come out. They'll come out with all kinds of song and dance stories. Once there was a lady that went into a dealership on San Pedro in San Antonio. They're no longer there. And she bought this RX-8, and she thought that was the greatest car in the world. They made a sport of her. They sell her this car for way too much money. So I just got on radio. This was about five or six years ago. I just got on the radio, and here she comes. She said, I want to sell you this car. I said, I'm a buyer. She said, well, what are you a buyer at? And I told her, and she said, there's no possible way. You're trying to steal this car from me. I said, no, ma'am, I'm not. I'm stepping up on this car. Let me show you what they bring at the auction. So I pulled up my app for Mannheim Auction, and I showed her what these cars were bringing. She said, oh, my God, I paid 10000 more than that. I said, well, how long ago was that? She said, two months ago. I said, oh, well, um, ma'am, I I think you're in a little trouble. I said, but I tell you what, take it back to the dealership you bought it from and ask them what they'll give cash because you paid cash and and they told you what a great deal it was. Remind them about that. Remind them how you told them that you're going to love the car. You went in there to buy something else. They put you in the sports car because they are great salespeople. And, And now... They want you to lose 10000 or more. I said, but they're going to come up with a story. They got too many cars or they're not buying right now. or They'll come up with something. And you just remind them two months ago all the things they said to you. I did the same thing. I do the same thing on campers. People have rushed out and bought campers. I buy and sell campers, motor, anything legal. And so diamonds are legal. And so, <laughs> so, uh, so you know. This lady buys a camper, and I'm telling you, uh, it it was exactly what her, her fiancé, and the, and the father of her child, and she's a doctor in the military. So they sell her this camper, and they tell her it's the greatest deal in the world. Well, this, I said, okay, hello, Chris. And so, uh, uh, and so... Being the greatest deal in the world, well, the fiancé, he he gets thinking he don't want to be married and he don't want a kid, so he splits. Well, this lady now in the military needs to move on to base because she has this young child. Now she needs to sell the camper. So she calls me, and I said, uh, you know, you've only owned it six months. Won't you call the place where you bought it? She said, oh, I did. And they told me they wasn't buying right now. I said, they're buying every day, and they're getting new ones in every day, and it's like having a new one. Hello, Kim. And so it's like buying a new one every day. I said, they got new ones coming in, and it's like a new one. I said, and they told me it was the greatest deal in the world. They cut me the best deal. Hello, Rudy. They they did everything, you know, and they gave me the military discount and every discount and that this this camper was going to keep its value and I didn't have to worry about it and it's the perfect item for it. Well, I said, all right, call them up and, all, and explain to them exactly. Hello, Sharon exactly what they they told you and tell them hey i got to sell it give me a cash offer they sold to her for forty one thousand, greatest deal in the world hello roger and so 
She calls him up and she finally gets a figure out $15,000. I said, six months ago it was worth 41 now it's worth 15 That don't make sense at all. I said, but i tell you what I will do. I said, if you can't find anybody else to buy it, and this was about a little over a year ago, I'll give 22000 for the camper. She said, well, let me see what I can do, but I've got to sell it. And she had a large amount down. So anyway, about two weeks after that, she called me and said, Mr. Adams, pay, pay the twenty two the, to the credit union I owe it and come get the camper. So I, I loaded up, and I went and got the camper. I gave her the 22000 for it, and I wholesaled it to some people that needed it. And made a little money, went down the road. But you know what? Great salesmen make a sport of you. And then they make fun of you. And then they make fun of how much money they made. I've been to dealerships, and they talk about how stupid the customer was. you That's the problem. We don't have education for customers. You know, and, and the salespeople, when they go buy something, they're educated. They know how to get the best price, and they want to deal with the best people, and they want to work the place they're buying. Well, they don't want you to work. They don't want you to be educated. You go to neurosurgeon goes to school for eight years to be a brain surgeon. I mean, you know, and then we go to school in the car business every day, every month, 365 days out of the year, and forever because things change, because we've studied sociology and psychology, how to sell you. So we've gone to school all this time. But, I mean, you need to be mentally, physically, and spiritually ready for a battle for your budget, for your hey, for the next seven years, for what's it's going to be worth down the road. You want to know what a vehicle's going to be worth down the road? All right, figure three years. So, all right, you buy this unit. Hello, Justin and Roger. You buy this unit, and, and so you want to know what it's worth in three years. Look at a vehicle three years older. So we're in 2020. Look at a 17 with that many miles on it you're expecting to put on it and see what the market is. Right now the market's up. Good, low mileage, nice cars are bringing good money. I'm stepping up on a lot of units. I bought a lot of units off the radio lately. Keep calling. Tell If you like what I do, what I try to do, what I'm representing, tell 20 people, Randy Adams wants to buy your car, the good, the bad, and the ugly. In fact, I'm, I'm about to put a figure on a 74 three-quarter ton truck that doesn't run. The guy's going to send me pictures. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so, you know, uh, give me a call. Tell 20 people, Randy Adams wants to buy your car. 20 people to go to Facebook Live, Randy Adams. 20 people to go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars.com. It's got the easy process. And I'm going to explain it in the next couple of weeks exactly. I think next week probably. I did a show somewhere else on next week. And you can go to my website, see what other times I'm on radios. Hello, Jeff. And so I want you to know exactly what you can afford. I want you to make that right decision. we got to have transportation. we got to have freedom unless, you know what, misery index. I was going to talk a little bit about the misery index. You know what the misery index is? It's what the Democrats are putting us through right now. Well, just like Barry and I was talking about the transportation system that the city of San Antonio sold to Austin. They want to put you in misery. They want you to wait. Hey, just like on 281, they want you to wait on lights. Whoever does the lights on 281 is a pure communist because he wants you stopped. He wants to use more gas. He wants you to use more time. Those guys are idiots out there. I drove it for years. I know. But the misery index, they want you to wear the mask. They want us to be cooped up. They want us in the house. They want to limit what we can do. And so now, what what are they going to limit next? They want you to ride the bus, but the transit system is terrible. They want you to do away without cars. And they're not going to do away without gasoline cars because they want that tax money to blow. But I want you to be prepared. I, you know, the good, honest dealers will tell the truth and not make fun of you, not make sport of you, you know. And do you have the understanding? You need education. You need to know exactly what you can afford. You don't take enough time. A little effort, a little time will save you a little money. Big effort, big time, working at it, understanding what's going on. We ought to be thinking about the next vehicle after we bought if you bought one yesterday, 
next tomorrow or today, you ought to start thinking about your next one. Hello, Peggy. Your next purchase. And talk to people. Do you like your car? What kind of mileage it gets? What kind of insurance you're paying? What do you would you buy another one? What are you going to buy next? What are you going to do next? I'm meeting a lady here right after this show that's got a ninety three Corvette to sell. And, and you know, and that's not you know, that's getting a little old. It's not re- you know, there's not enough people attracted. It's amazing to me 75 to 77 Corvettes are so popular. It's not my pick. The 93 to 96 has got slower. I know where a black 10,000-mile one is for sale, and the guy's been trying to sell it for about six months. So you got to have something somebody else wants. But the problem in the car business is when we figure out what you want, we're going to push your button, and we may switch it. 85% of the people who walk in a dealership buy something they don't intend. Just like that guy bought the little car, owes too much money. He needed a bigger car. He can barely get in and out of it. It's not working for him. Have you bought the last vehicle that worked for you, your budget, your future, your lifestyle? You've got to be prepared, mainly for this conspiracy. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com and, and, you know, and learn how to buy. Uh, if you got any questions, give me a call on my mobile, 830-708-4789. I'll give you answers. I'll give you options. I'll give you my advice. Sometimes it's worth two cents. Throw it out the window. Take my advice and do what your little heart desires because I know you're going to. I'm going to give you the experience I've got 57 years in the car business. I'm going to give you the ideas. I'm going to give you the future. I'm going to tell you what's going on. And so, and we may talk next week a little bit about certification of cars because it's in Dallas and coming our way. God bless you. I love you, listeners. Hey, tell 20 people to give me a call, 830-708-478. Hey, forgive everybody. It's not worth the hassle. It's not worth the worry. Forgive everybody. God bless you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.